Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. Palo Alto Networks has the broadest, most comprehensive cybersecurity for private cloud, public cloud, and SaaS environments because secure clouds are happy clouds. Protect yours today at go.paloaltonetworks.com slash secure clouds. Edward Snowden's New Job, Protecting Reporters from Spies by Andy Greenberg. This story is part of our special coverage, The News in Crisis. When Edward Snowden leaked the biggest collection of classified National Security Agency documents in history, he wasn't just revealing the inner workings of a global surveillance machine. He was also scrambling to evade it. To communicate with the journalists who would publish his secrets, he had to route all his messages over the anonymity software Tor, teach reporters to use the encryption tool PGP by creating a YouTube tutorial that disguised his voice, and eventually ditch his comfortable life and smartphone in Hawaii to set up a cloak-and-dagger data handoff halfway around the world. Now, nearly four years later, Snowden has focused the next phase of his career on solving that very specific instance of the panopticon problem, how to protect reporters and the people who feed them information in an era of eroding privacy without requiring them to have an NSA analyst's expertise in encryption or to exile themselves to Moscow. Watch the journalists and you'll find their sources, Snowden says. So how do we preserve that confidentiality in this new world when it's more important than ever? Since early last year, Snowden has quietly served as president of a small San Francisco-based nonprofit called the Freedom of the Press Foundation. Its mission? To equip the media to do its job at a time when state-sponsored hackers and government surveillance threaten investigative reporting in ways Woodward and Bernstein never imagined. 
Newsrooms don't have the budget, the sophistication, or the skills to defend themselves in the current environment, says Snowden, who spoke to Wired via encrypted video chat from his home in Moscow. We're trying to provide a few niche tools to make the game a little more fair. The group's 10 staffers and a handful of contract coders, with Snowden's remote guidance, are working to develop an armory of security upgrades for reporters. Snowden and renowned hacker Bunny Huang have partnered to develop a hardware modification for the iPhone, designed to detect if malware on the device is secretly transmitting a reporter's data, including location. They're developing a piece of software called Sunder that uses code written by Frederick Jacobs, one of the programmers for the popular encryption app Signal. Sunder would allow journalists to encrypt a trove of secrets and then retrieve them only if several newsroom colleagues combine their passwords to access the data. And the Foundation's coders are building a plug-and-play version of Jitsi, the encrypted video chat software Snowden himself uses for daily communication. They want newsrooms to be able to install it on their own servers with a few clicks. The idea is to make this all paint-by-numbers instead of teaching yourself to be Picasso, Snowden says. But the Foundation's biggest coup has been SecureDrop, a Tor-based system for WikiLeaks-style uploads of leaked materials and news tips. The system has now been adopted by dozens of outlets, including The Guardian, The New York Times, and The Washington Post. It works, I know, hinted a tweet from Washington Post reporter David Farenthold the day after he published a leaked video of Donald Trump bragging about sexual assault. In early 2014, the Freedom of the Press Foundation's founders, who include the first recipients of Snowden's leaks, journalists Glenn Greenwald and Laura Poitras, asked their 30-year-old source to join the group's board as a largely symbolic gesture. But Snowden surprised the board members by showing up to his first meeting with a list of detailed changes to its 40-plus pages of bylaws, The next year, he was unanimously elected its president. No one has more practical expertise when it comes to whistleblower and journalist communications, says Trevor Tim, the group's executive director. It was the perfect fit. Snowden has refused a salary, instead giving the group more than $60,000 of his fees from speaking engagements over the past year. Snowden's own leaks have shown the dire need for the foundation's work. In early 2015, he revealed that British spies had collected emails from practically every major newspaper and wire service. Other signs of encroaching state surveillance have also put journalists on guard. Late last year, it emerged that Montreal police had tracked the phone calls and texts of a reporter in order to identify sources critical of the department. And in early January, before he had even taken office, Donald Trump called on Congress to investigate a leak to NBC News, one that gave the network a sneak peek at an intelligence report on Russia's role in influencing the U.S. election. In the month since Trump's victory, the freedom of the Press Foundation's phones have been ringing off the hook with requests from newsrooms for training sessions, says Tim. Snowden is quick to note it was the administration of President Obama, not Trump, that indicted him and at least seven others under the Espionage Act for leaking information to journalists.
That's more such indictments than all other presidents in history combined have issued. But Snowden and Tim worry that Trump, with his deep-seated disdain for the media and the full powers of the U.S. Justice Department at his fingertips, will be only too happy to carry forward and expand that precedent. As for recent rumors that Putin may send Snowden back to the U.S. as a gift to Trump, the former NSA contractor remains sanguine. If personal safety was the only thing I was worried about, I would never have left Hawaii. All of that makes the media's technical protections from spying more important than ever. We can't fix the surveillance problem overnight, Snowden says, but maybe we can build a shield that will protect anyone who's standing behind it. If the group succeeds, perhaps the next Snowden will be able to take refuge not in Moscow, but in the encrypted corners of the Internet. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.